pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and start all over again. That's the Nat King Cole, um, probably from the 1950s. Oh, my goodness. I, we have to trade. So you have to send me that version. I and I have to send you the reggae version because that's the only one I've ever heard. I think it was Peter Tosh who sang that song. Love Peter Tosh. Yeah. No, Nat King Cole um, immortalized that song. Well, I um, think Peter, I believe Peter came after Nat. So. Oh, yes. Peter Tosh was in the 70s, was he not? Seventies, eighties. I mean, I, I don't know when he was. All I of the above. Was in the all of the above. I was listening to him, but yeah. So I'll trade you. I'll send you that. You send me this, and we'll both because you said the words, and I was, I was like completely tracking with you, and I was like, wow, yes, it's that. And that I'll is. I, I should have sung the song that. during. I should have sung the song during the podcast. Although I'm a poor singer, there are a handful of things I'd really like your listeners to take away today. Number one is. Optimism isn't about perpetual sunshine and always being happy. In fact, I've been optimistic and even been a little cantankerous. They're not they're not diametrically opposed. Um, so it, it 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 really isn't about being happy all the time. Number two, uh, it's about having realistic expectations, not low expectations, but expectations that can actually be achieved and are accessible and available to you. And that's that's really important. And then that's paired with um, having a credible plan for action that enables us to sort of celebrate baby steps and small wins. Usually people don't take the time out for that. And I think that's a mistake. Um, I think we should celebrate the journey as well as the outcome. And that in itself helps build optimism. The last point I would make, and it, it kind of comes back to building the foundation, and that is taking care of ourselves having a mindfulness and meditation practice that builds emotional strength, having um, an exercise regimen that nourishes our body, eating and sleeping well, all of those things. And I thought Dorothy Inez's comments were really quite astute. Um, Self-care breeds self-confidence, which breeds optimism. There is a, a linkage between those, between those three ideas, and um, it's a build. Um, it's a system. It's a practice. Uh, it's not a one and done. So if you really um, aspire to be more optimistic, think about it holistically and not in and upon itself. Uh, hopefully that'll be helpful for your listeners today. If you think about most professionals, especially most executives, we think a lot. And so it is the discourse that has value. It is giving you a paradigm that is different from what you had when you walked in here. That's the thing. So if all you took away was, I don't have to be happy to be optimistic. I don't have to be born a certain way to be optimistic. This is a skill that I can cultivate. Then that's the paradigm shift. Thank you for listening to Mindful in Five. If you enjoyed it, share it with a friend. Follow and rate it on your favorite podcast platform. Pick up your signed copy of the book and journal from SpeedwayJefferson.com or unsigned copies from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or wherever you get your books. Visit SpeedwayJefferson.com to download sample chapters of the book, watch videos, and become a mindful ninja. Join us on the LinkedIn Mindful in 5 group and share your thoughts. 
Until next time, be mindful and be well.